Have you ever had a bad day at work? If so, then the Fuck My Work Life podcast is perfect for you. I'm Jay. And I'm Kay. And we share listener stories from the workplace, whether they're funny, weird, or horrifying. They are always entertaining and will leave you feeling like maybe you don't have it so bad after all. Find us on your favorite podcast app, but you may have to type in F star star K, my work life. Because we're the idiots that put fuck in the title of our podcast. And follow us on all the socials at FMWLPod. Can't wait to hear your stories. What's up, Rewatchers? It's Dustin here to let you know that this show may feature strong or inappropriate language, so don't be blasting it over the speakers at school or at work or some other public place that has people with sticks at their butts, okay? I'm assuming if you're listening, you've at least watched the show or the episode we will be discussing. If not, just be warned, there are spoilers ahead. But really, it's your fault because these shows have been out for a while. Enjoy! I mean, I honestly, I was talking to somebody and I was like, you know, I really don't know wine. And I was like, do they still make Arbor Mist? They do. And the person just looked at me and I was like, oh, you don't know Arbor Mist? Well, you're missing out. <laughs> you Arbor Mist out. Ba-doom. Oh, no, that should be the commercials. <laughs> don't Arbor Mist out. <laughs> Welcome back to the Rewatch Recap with me, Dustin, and Orlean. Say hi, Orlean. Hello. Yay! We are back watching, rewatching Scream, MTV's TV series of the uh, infamous, I don't know, saga <laughs> of Brandon James, I guess. I don't know what you would say. Infamous, I don't know, saga. Uh, yeah, that about sums it up. <laughs> it does. Infamous, I don't know, saga? Um <laughs> But yeah, their take on the television version of a beloved classic film series, which we will say it's classic because it is, you know, I think, was it now? It is over 25 years old now, isn't it? I'm going to need you not to say that again. Classic? I know. Sorry. <laughs> it's If it's on AMC, I mean, um, whatever. They stopped doing classics so long ago. <laughs> They're like 10 years old. It's a classic. I'm yep. like, no, it's not. <laughs> but yeah, so we are now on episode three of this Oh my gosh, it is such a episode three, which I totally just forgot the name of it. Do you remember what the name of it is? I didn't write that part down. I should have written it down. I thought I had it brought up on my phone. Of course, you know, when I look for there it is. Yes, we are now on episode three titled Wanna Play a Game? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This doesn't don't sound have a good. Choice. <laughs> this does not sound good for our heroine, Emma. It doesn't, but... She- Hopefully she doesn't make the wrong move. We'll see. We'll see. So, Orlean, you're going to take it over for this one. Why don't you set the scene for us? All right. So we open on a girl running, scared, through what looks like a field at night. Suddenly, she runs into a guy dressed for a toga party. She asks him what's happening, and he says, that freak went crazy. Uh Uh-oh. She asks, what did you do to him? 
And he answers ominously what he deserved. Ooh, they better not be talking to our good friend BJ. It's not it's not going well. No, and no, then no. The poor girl gets an arrow through her, and then the boy is chased and stabbed through the eye by someone in a Brandon James mask. And he's stabbed with a it looks like a branch. Is it not oh, like just a branch from a tree? It, it just looks like a branch. It's brutal. It's I'm like, damn. I'm like right in the <laughs> eye. And this is just like basic cable type stuff. This is <laughs> whoa. This isn't even FX. Like <laughs> MTV is going for it. They went nuts. And that's where we I guess we cut to somebody else. Yeah. We find out that's not happening right now. It actually happened in Halloween nineteen ninety four. The girl, Dara, and the boy, Brett, were victims number one and two. Oh. And narrator Noah is telling all of this to Piper, the famous podcast host. Yes. And she wonders if Brandon James snapped that night. No one just snaps, Noah says, which is basically the point I was making about all of episode one. Right. But the point is, as he once again spells out for us and Piper and the viewer, Who's next? And then bam, scream opening title. <gasps> scream. Ah! <laughs> I exactly. feel like we should do that every single time. Ah! <laughs> I almost wish their opening had included a scream. I know. Kind of like the movie when you hear all the do 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 and you hear the uh-huh. screaming, the screaming, the phone, and the, you know, yeah. Oh, I that love would've... the sound, the phone sound effects. Ugh. Yes. Okay, so the sheriff and the coroner are in their own little CSI because apparently the injuries to Rachel's body don't match what they think happened. Dun, dun, dun. The sheriff is going to open a murder investigation tomorrow after the funeral. Give the family a little bit of time to let them grieve. They can have a day. They can have a day. (laughs) And then Emma walks up, apparently walks right into the police station, right into like the medical examiner's office and eavesdrops. So here's all of this about Rachel and the murder investigation. And then she hears the sheriff and her mom talking about that strange package that showed up on the porch. Mm. The sheriff asks if Emma knows and her mom says, no, she's trying to protect her from the questions in her past she just can't answer. Hmm. Great line. Very soap opera. It's very, that's just the reason why the mother frustrates the hell out of me. I'm like, just stop with the, no. Uh. It's a <laughs> just, secret. Uh, I can't. I have to protect Emma. So yeah, Emma is uh, just as confused as we are. She leaves and she's, No one is in this sheriff station, by the way. <laughs> no, no. She just has free reign to walk in and out of the doors. It's fine. There's no badges or anything. She just walks in and out and she has the confused face. And she checks her phone, and she has a DM from someone named Brandon James 94 Hmm. It says, morning, sunshine. You and mom have a heart-to-heart yet? But Emma doesn't get the double meaning because she doesn't actually know that, like, a heart was delivered to her home. <laughs> <laughs> Why, wow, that makes me laugh. It falls a little flat. <laughs> like, it's like a joke for us. <laughs> It's very funny. I'm like, have a heart to heart yet? Uh... And Emma's just like, no, we haven't. (laughs) No. So then we cut to Brooke, who is now cyber teasing Mr. Branson from a hotel room. But 
it's not very fun. It doesn't sound very fun, but I mean, the fact that her mom keeps a hotel room just ready at any time. Yeah, people don't do that. That's that's weird. Do they own the hotel? Like, <laughs> May, can you have a hotel room like on retainer in case you're like, I want to stay tonight. <laughs> this is my room. No one else. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care who's in town. So anyway, it's not very fun. And so she ups the ante and tells him that somewhere in his classroom, there's a very naughty picture of her. And this is an insane game that they're playing at school. At school. I know. I was like, why are you doing it? He's like, oh, what did you do that? Don't do that. Don't do that. And she just closes the thing down on him. Yeah, and but I'm like, they made out in the classroom last episode. And he's still not like getting away from her at all. It's like, get away from her. I mean, he has the worst judgment. He just, just needs to leave town. Worst. Just leave town. Never look back. That's what he really needs to do because otherwise she has got him by the balls by the rest of his life. But also she's like a 16-year-old girl. Like he's right. an adult. He has a job. That's what I'm saying. Like either, even if he like stops seeing her, she could get mad and say he, you know, raped me or whatever. Which because he did. he's Statutory being ridiculous. Rape. Exactly. And she need, he needs to just like, I'm done with this. Bye. Leave town. Right. Stop. Don't take her FaceTime calls or whatever is happening here. I mean, are there not any women your age that are just as pretty and, you know. There must be. There, I, anyway. It must be the danger that he's attracted to getting caught and whatnot. I think, yeah, he's he's hooked on it. Maybe he's the murderer. Maybe. Anyway, we don't Their know voices yet. do kind of sound similar, actually. And that he has bad voice. judgment. <laughs> Very dry. Anyway. So we hop away from them. We jump into what's going on with Jake. Well, Jake is being sketchy again, and he's in the woods digging up an empty box, and he's mad. Because it's empty. <laughs> That's all we get there. Like, yeah, he, he digs up a thing, and he's and then he throws the box, and then we I know. It away. makes you like, was this a time capsule? Like, it's <laughs> in this random place. It looks like it's been down there for a while, but I don't know. Yeah, because all the cool people are at Rachel's wake which is where Emma finds Audrey testing out Rachel's ceiling fan to see if it could hold her body. Like, you that's know, not even really that- what happens. Like, she goes upstairs and no one's even paying attention to this random girl's walking through the house or even that Audrey's there. And I'm sure that, like, Rachel's mom was supposedly not cool with the Audrey situation, it seems Especially like. Especially her going up to her bedroom. Yeah, anyway. alone. I- Nobody's up there. Like, wouldn't they have that door closed and locked? Like, don't go in here. But they just let people walk in there. And then she gets up on the bed and makes this makeshift noose with a damn belt <laughs> or something. And, and Emma walks in. It's like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm don't just do testing it. This. I'm like, just testing the strength. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> Who does that? It's it's a, it's a really strange scene made stranger by the fact that Emma apparently shows up at this wake, walks in, goes right upstairs to Rachel's bedroom. Where did she know? How did she know where the bedroom was? How did she, she know that house? Audrey was up there? It's uh, anyway. It's very weird. And why would you have, test this thing, the weight, by putting your neck through it? You could just pull. <laughs> literally, you could just pull. And, and I, I don't. Also, if it was the same ceiling fan, this one would conceivably be broken if it like couldn't handle the weight. So like, what are these I are don't. teenagers? They're teenagers and they're grieving. So. Emma, in her usual style, just comes right out and says, Rachel didn't kill herself. The sheriff's opening a murder investigation. I got to run and then leaves. I know. What's with the bombshells and bombshell and flee? 
She doesn't even hug her. She's just like, I wanted you to hear this from me, but I'm a very busy person and I got to go. And Andrew's like, what, 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 what? And then she just leaves her there alone. But no, yeah, that's when, um, like, she goes, that's not it, isn't it? Is it, Emma? You're doing your hair twirl thing. Yeah, but then we don't know what it is. I know, like, what is it? cut away. And now we go back to Jake and Will, who are having another tense, weird interaction where it turns out that the container in the woods was full of cash. Ooh. And Jake thinks Tyler took it. But Will says, I took it. And he can't trust Jake because Jake is still doing their creepy webcam business, even though Will told him to stop. And Will's like, I can't trust you. And I might lose my scholarship if we're found out. And the whole time, there are these camera close-ups on the dangerous-looking farm equipment. And you're like, um... But you're still wondering, like, is Jake dangerous or is he in danger? I don't know, but I think... I'm sorry. I I, I always went for the type that looked like Jake. (laughs) I did. That was my type. Like, the dark hair and the dark eyes and just, you know, olive skin. That was always my type. Italian, Uh, you know, Spanish-looking type and... And totally. Totally was my type, but he's such a douche. That I just want to, oh, it makes me so mad. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> I mean, he is a douche and he's so sketchy that even if he's not a murderer, like, what's going on with you, dude? Like, what's wrong with you? And do <laughs> any like of these have. people have parents? <laughs> do they? Do they ever? Like, we hear about some of them, but we never actually see them. These kids just have free reign and, like, no schedules. This is why I thought when I was watching the Fear Street movies that Fear Street should be like the Scream television show. Mm. That's what it felt like. Like, this is what actually Fear Street should be like. Interesting. Okay. Because you never really see the parents. You might see a mm-hmm. couple and some authority figures, but it's really about the kids and yeah. what's going on in their town, you know. But that's that's another story. Speaking of their town, though, okay. jump back to the coffee shop because I guess it's like later that day. Mm-hmm. Emma's at work and Audrey is uh, talking about the mysterious stranger who DM'd Emma and they decide they're, they're going to send a message back. Like, what's the worst that could happen? I guess. But like, why are you engaging a potential murderer? I know. And the message they're sending is something like, you know, why did you kill? Did you kill Rachel? And if so, why? Or something like that. Their opener is, I know you killed Rachel. Tell me why. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at least put pretty please. (laughs) Also, do you think you're just going to get like a DM back that's like, well, here's what happened. Well, and then what are you going to do with this? You don't know who this person is. (laughs) Okay. But anyway, they send that message and then. I think it's the next day because it's a school day. Mm-hmm. And Riley is wondering what happened with Noah because things like fizzled out. And Brooke says that it's she's like in the dating Special Olympics, which is really mean. It really is. <laughs> Brooke is just really mean. She's um, very vapid. And Emma is not paying attention at all because she won't stop looking at her phone. But she hasn't gotten a reply. So... I guess she's just like staring at that same message. I guess so. The one thing I noticed in this scene was that Brooke was trying, was putting on lipstick. And wasn't that Nina's lipstick? She was like, well, she's not going to need it now. <laughs> like, True. Oh my God. True. I mean, Brooke is cold. She really is. Cold. And you're like, why aren't you killed next, Brooke? Why aren't you dead? Well, also, she's so cold and she's in this like 
vague relationship with her teacher, I think Brooke is just all kinds of messed up. Like, where is her mom? She's a different kind of sociopath. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, So Emma does look up from her phone when Will shows up with an old iPod and a handful of memories. And they smile and they reminisce and they're like, ah, ha, 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 sunny days of the past. I do like how Emma's like, um, I don't need that iPod. That was like three generations ago. And I don't even think I've said the word iPod in like months. <laughs> That's also why I think this was written 10 years ago. But anyway, <laughs> as they like smile and reminisce, Kieran watches them from afar, creepily mm. or longingly. We you don't know yet. <laughs> And then, finally, they at least attend, like, five minutes of a class. Finally. (laughs) They're in class, and there's only one class in this whole school, apparently. (laughs) And they're in this class, and the blackboard literally says, Aristotle, why? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Why? Why are we talking about Aristotle in a public school in literature class, but it's not philosophy? It's right. not, what class is this? Like, what are we? Um, is this just? Does Mr. Branson like teach everything? <laughs> it's an independent study. They all have to be in it at the same time. But the only reason they're in class is so we can see Mr. B frantically search for the student porn hidden somewhere in his classroom, in his public classroom, and so he can force all the students to divide into pairs for some bullshit project, so that Emma and Kieran can spend time together. Hmm. And he's kind of a little Cupid because he also pairs Riley and Noah, and they're excited about it. (laughs) Well, yeah, he pairs Emma and Kieran, Audrey and Will, who looks at him and says, if you suggest the pool seat, because they're supposed to do this acting out a scene from like literature or movies or something. And she tells Will, if you suggest the pool scene from Wild Things, I'm going to kill you. And, Do um, young teens know about wild things now? I saw it in, t- in I, I, I don't know about now, but I saw it in now. my teenage years. Why would it be on TBS now? <laughs> on TBS? <laughs> I don't know. Where would you catch it? <laughs> That'd be more TNT, but um, <laughs> so <laughs> we have Riley and Noah conveniently paired, and then Jake and Brooke also conveniently paired, but um. I thought I noted something that each one of them said no to certain type of things. So you had like Audrey's like no for the wild thing scene. Mm-hmm. Emma and, and Kieran are like no to fault in our stars scene. Um, Riley and Noah's like no to the exorcist scene. She wants more romance. Yeah. And Jake and Brooke, uh, she pushes away his 50 shades of gray idea. None of these are good suggestions. No, they're not. So all of this is really a setup for Kieran to reveal to Emma that the Brandon James case files are at his house right now. And she says she needs answers. So instead of asking her mom any questions, obvious questions, anything at all, she and Kieran scheme. But I ask, did Kieran also just scheme his creepy way into her house? Because he says instead of coming over to his place, maybe he can come to hers. Because it might look bad if she just shows up. I'm like, why would it look bad? But maybe he's sketchy and he wants to get close to her mom or something. He, she doesn't suspect literally anything. But She's we dumb. have to ask. We don't know. So he seriously brings over an entire box of of case files and photographs and folders. How does the sheriff not notice this missing? Considering <laughs> right. this is his active case, that right? He's looking you at think- these for. 
even if he had brought it home, it would be like locked up in his office because these are like murder photographs. I would assume he'd be taking it home, then back to work with him and back to sure. so you can keep referencing them, you know? Yeah, like you can't just leave this shit at your house when you have a teenager. Especially considering everything that's going on, everybody in town knows about it. It's just ugh. right. I yeah. So Horrible anyway, police he, work. Horrible. He brings over the entire box of case files, which is wild because then he also has to take it all back home, which is very <laughs> conspicuous. But anyway, they look at it and they look at like one sheet of paper, and Emma is like, "Oh my god, Daisy is my mom." That's right, because her dad, he he found like her dad's file or something. Just and it had literally something. one sheet of paper. I was like, oh my God, it was my dad's girlfriend. That's my mom. Oh my God, my, my mom, mom is, is Daisy. Daisy. And then Kieran hints at having been arrested before, but he doesn't say for what. Yeah, it's kind of like, I'm sketchy. It's just a little, the show is doing its best to inject these notes of like, can you trust him? Every five minutes. Mm-hmm. And we I don't mean, know the answer. It's a good thing, but it's like, start <laughs> answering some of these questions. We're three episodes in. Come on. It's true. So we jump away from them and we go to Brooke and Jake, who I don't want to say flirting. I almost feel like Jake kind of harasses her, but maybe she kind of enjoys it, but maybe she doesn't. It's kind of a hate flirt situation. Is that a thing? I, I don't guess. know. Anyway, it's almost get- like frenemies, but they're more like they're attracted to each other in a way. It, yeah, we don't have a word for that, I guess. Do we? No. Audience, if you have a word for this, please Does contact Gen Z us. Does have a word for this concept? I'm intrigued. <laughs> we want to hear from you. Uh, but Brooke and Jake eventually get into this discussion of like trust and power dynamics. And Brooke is like, well, you know, I'm basically a cat in a world of mice. And Jake is like, how do you know if you're the cat or the mouse? How do you know if you're at the top of the food chain? He gives this whole like analogy of like you're watching this like shark and you're like, oh, the shark is this thing. And then a bobcat reaches in and grabs the shark and you're thinking, oh, you know, what your whole time you're thinking you're a bobcat, but he's making you think, but he's making you think you're a bobcat, but you're actually the shark. But like, I don't think that happens in nature also that bobcats just like swipe sharks. Well, I mean, I guess it's a a small shark. <laughs> a tiny little shark. That's a huge anyway, ass we, bobcat. We haven't seen the video he's talking about. But it's again, Jake is just vaguely threatening and you can't tell. Is this just a standard like hate flirt power dynamic? Like I'm trying to get in your head or is there something darker here? And he's all thinking that this guy that she's seeing or he's saying that he thinks this is a college guy. No one believes that they were making out in the school. Anyway, (laughs) what I do think is really interesting is that after he's like, how do you know you're at the top of the food chain? And he walks away. We see Mr. B and Brooke actually has like a moment of consideration. And I wonder if she's thinking like. I played him so masterfully earlier, but like, am I the one in power here? Mm hmm. Which is a great question to ask if you're sleeping with your teacher. Because no, you're not the one in power. <laughs> you're not the one in power. Like, you think you are because you're so smart. She is. She's smart. She is. But, like, yeah. she's not seeing the situation. Not from all angles that either. No. So, we I, just an interesting moment where they actually focus on Brooke having, like, a thoughtful expression on her face. And we're like, hmm, what's she thinking? Hmm. And then we leave her and jump to Emma. 
who is just sitting at her kitchen table, literally waiting for her mom to walk in the door. It's like the equivalent of like the parents waiting for the the child who's coming in late type of thing. Yes. She just pounces on her and she's like, you're Daisy. Why didn't you tell me? What's going on? Why is the sheriff looking for dad? Is the same person harassing you calling me? What's going on? And her mom is like, I can't do this. Her mom's like, "Uh, I just... I wanted to protect you, and and it's all in the past. And Emma's like, someone sent you a heart in a box. (laughs) (laughs) It's not in the past. It's literally not. And, like, someone is calling Emma being a weirdo. Maggie just frustrates me so freaking much. Oh, my God. I mean, okay, I do trust that, like, the scene we don't see is after this, Maggie goes and calls Clark, the sheriff, and is like, oh, my God, Emma's saying some shit. Like, there's more than we know. Mm. Like, I trust that that's happening. But can we trust the sheriff? We have no reason to yet. No. We just trust him because he's a, quote, authority figure, I guess. Yeah, but we don't know. Okay. Anyway. But we don't, we don't see her calling the sheriff. Instead, we see Emma in her bedroom. And she gets another strange call. Mm. But this time, she doesn't want to put up with this shit. Like, after a little bit, she gets some classic, like, scream backbone. And she says, you're sick. I'm done playing your games. And I'm done with you. She hangs up. Nicely done, Emma. She's mad. She's mad because he's like, I'm going to answer your questions when I'm ready to. And she's like, no, I'm done with you. Just fucking tell me something, somebody. Tell um, me something good. Sorry. There's no good news here because <laughs> no after she after she hangs up, she gets a DM like instantly that says, then I'll find someone else to play with. Uh-oh. Want to play a game? This is literally the point where my note says, this show is like a less fun Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Pretty Little Liars had to master threatening texts and like anonymous shit coming in and like weird messages and this show did not learn anything from Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> Were they on at the same time? No, Pretty Little Liars was on years ago. Okay. But, but was These it people on just it wasn't did not on the, learn. Okay. They didn't learn. Didn't and it learn. makes me mad because like because they're taking the show in like this text based harassment or like creepy stalking and that was all pretty little liars but anyway i'll bring it up more later a little bit of gossip girl in there too actually that's true um okay i did segue or like make a little uh pit stop that riley and noah have several really cute moments in this episode they do the show is really investing in their budding relationship and they they just feel real together Mm-hmm. Like it's very unteen drama, and it's it's just very cute. good chemistry. It is the the actors together are great. They really should have had a long term relationship. They really should have, and I like the little scene where he's like, you know, here's the perfect idea. We can instead of doing a movie or a TV show, we can do like this opening scene from The Last of Us or whatever that's the video game. Mm-hmm. And he goes, it's really kind of heartbreaking and good. And she's like, ah, oh, you totally get me. You get they me. They just vibe. It's great. Like she's into his weird stuff. He's into her weird stuff. Like, like they're cute. They're making out. They're laughing. It's you're just like, oh. Fun, love, amazing. And they actually look like teenagers as well. A lot of these they kids do. do. A couple of them don't, but 
you're like a lot of these kids look I like do teenagers. like that yeah they look like they are in high school yeah um so they're making out they're having a great time in fact they're about to go all the way which does seem a little fast like they had one date but whatever i don't know i do like that she's like do you have any and he was like you know statistically if you can't say the word condom then you're not ready for sex <laughs> and i'm like he's right he's totally I did right like that not then, the time to say it but it's still funny yeah um they're gonna do it anyway but then Riley gets a text from Tyler and it says, help me. <gasps> and no one has heard from Tyler in but days. Orly, Tyler's dead. <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to do? <laughs> Great question. Great question. What happens is that Riley is going to pull everyone together again because she has genuine human emotions. Mm hmm. And she she pulls everyone together at the coffee place. And Brooke is like, yeah, he texted me too. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> she, I like how Jake is like, so did you leave Noah's blue balls? Like, what's going on there? <laughs> like, you just left him and hanging like in the middle of that? Guys, someone was murdered. But then Emma <laughs> has to come in and be like, what if this isn't Tyler? Someone has been texting and calling me. And maybe this person is doing the same thing. But, like, no one believes her at this point. This is where I got mad at him. I kind of understood why she was doing it. But at the same time, I'm like, don't reveal your hand, Emma, because it could be any one of them. That's true. It could be any of them. But she's not a th- – Emma's not a thinker, guys. <laughs> she's concerned. And she's got some emotions, I guess. But, like, she's not a thinker. She's not a planner. Right. Not yet. Maybe she'll get there. Maybe. We'll see. But for now – Riley is the only human in the group. And she's like, no, it's definitely Tyler. I'm his friend. Like, we need to hear him out. But she's overruled because everyone else votes to call the cops and set up an ambush instead. And see, I understand Riley's side because you see what happened when they ambushed Brandon James. They just killed his ass. Exactly. You can't. I mean, and that was in the 90s. Let's be honest. You can't trust that you're going to call the cops and everyone's going to come out alive. Right. And that so, they're going to be thinking clearly and not just gung-ho, ready to shoot. So you got to be careful, especially if they think he's a murderer. They think he killed Nina, so they think he's dangerous. They could just like, oh, he you was gotta, trying to come for somebody. No, he wasn't. you yeah. got to be careful with the police. I kind of understand that. But Will and Jake, they're more scared for their own well-being, of course. Yeah, I I feel bad in that, like, Riley is the only person who's worried about Tyler. Yeah. In this whole group. She's the only one with real empathy. Like, the only one. Emma's got a little bit, but mainly she's worried about herself, you know. And, and you know, Brooke could never be bothered because she's got her own whatever going on. But, yeah, I feel bad for Riley because she's like, guys, somebody's life is on the line. We got to think about this, you know. Yeah, it's a very, it's, it's easy to identify with her. <laughs> so... The cops set up the ambush, and Brooke, Emma, and Riley stay behind at the police station, seemingly alone. Like, there aren't police offering them coffee or, like, doing stuff around them or securing them. I don't know. They don't Just have a case. very big police force in this town. Well, they do when they, they need do. it. They <laughs> do. But, like, they all went to the ambush? That's Just Apparently. not good policing. So, anyway, the three of them are sitting there. Nina goes to get water, and Brooke gets an anonymous text that she thinks is Mr. B. But, like, Brooke, it says it's from Anonymous. Why would it be from Mr. B? Why? 
don't you have his number? Emma told you earlier someone is messing with her. Like, I'm just so, like, is anyone listening Calm to down, anyone Orlean. else? <laughs> is anyone? Explode. This friend group is so shitty. <laughs> they, they don't really even are. listen to each other. <laughs> they have some girl at this rendezvous spot. Looks looks like just, I guess, a, a, a rest stop bathroom is that what that is is that what it's yes. supposed to be i don't know what happened where tyler and riley were like let's meet in this dimly lit rest stop bathroom off the highway <laughs> or off the the wooded highway i mean it's there's a lot of woods around and or is it like in a, in a national park somewhere and they're just i don't know it's a weird spot where you'd think the police would not think it was optimal because it's like super dark and, and there's like a handicap ramp and everything like yeah i don't Maybe the cops aren't the best here. We don't know, but we do know that the ambush is a bust because, whoops, it's not Tyler. It's some dude who got paid $200 to show up here, and this is literally a plot from Pretty Little Liars. Fine. Like, <laughs> literally, this entire plot happened, and they were waiting to ambush A, who is the mystery figure in Pretty Little Liars, and literally a guy got paid. To be the uh, like, I just like learn off, from off. your learn from your television forebears, <laughs> your forefathers. <laughs> yes. Oh uh, my god! So, in this continuation of basically Pretty Little Liars, Brandon James ninety four tells Emma that she has to choose to save the good girl or the bad girl. Uh oh! And that kind of comes out of nowhere. And Emma calls Riley at the police station and is like, okay, you're at the police station. There are no cops around and you're alone, but I'm sure you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. You're good. So she says, She don't can't get a hold hurt. of Brooke. Right. So she says, don't hurt Brooke. Brooke, remember, went to a hotel to meet Anonymous slash Mr. B. Um, and he's not there. And she left we- out this like Teddy and and handcuffs and heels. I don't know why you would need heels if you're gonna be very on the bed. elaborate sex outfit. Yeah, I none of it makes sense. It doesn't make sense. Why? I don't know. I don't get it. None of it makes sense. But anyway, so Brooke is gone. Emma's gone, and Riley gets a text from Tyler, and she's and he's like, "Why did you call the police on me? I trusted you. Can you meet me out behind the police station alone?" <laughs> oh okay (laughs) like literally that's what happens she just walks she looks around no one there okay i guess it's okay and then like keeps walking into the abandoned parking lot towards tyler's car because tyler's car is there for some reason yeah but the windows are up and she can't see inside of them and oh no can you imagine that it was a trap no, I could not see that coming. <laughs> it was a trap. And Brandon James Ghostface, whoever it is, stabs her. But she runs. But, like, the alley next to the police station is locked. Like, she can't get to the main road, which, again, doesn't make sense. But go inside the police station. It's a police station, and it's well lit. I know. But no, she does not do that. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. If I hadn't been stabbed... I would probably struggle to climb up a ladder to a roof like this. Yes. She's been stabbed. Stabbed badly enough that she's just like gushing blood and she climbs two stories up 
And then he stabs her again. <laughs> he stabs her in the leg and stabs her in the back. Oh, it was not a good place. Always run inside the police station. <laughs> I have to hand it to her, man. But she's still pulling herself up the, that damn ladder. Oh, yeah. I mean, she it's it's inexplicable, but she's trying to live. And she gets herself up there. And then she falls on her back and she gets a call from Noah, who has to live video watch his girlfriend bleed out. And oh, that's where he's like, where are you? Where are you? Tell me what you see. Tell me what's I around can you. I see our stars. And then she dies. And you're like, oh, oh my, my God, that's God. heartbreaking. Like literally the hardest death so far. It really and was. If Noah wasn't already on his way to being a villain, he might be now. I know. And that's like that whole line comes back where you have to know everything about them. You have to care about them because when they die, it hurts. And okay, I don't care about most of these people. But I did like Riley. Exactly. And that's where, and then it, the funny thing is that it's going to hurt him the most. Oh, I know. Out of the group. And then Emma finally makes it back to the police station and she's calling Riley's phone. And horrifyingly, she hears it and looks up and Riley has like died across the skylight. Yes. Oh my God. And, and then for Emma- some reason, well, no, here's the thing. So, yeah. You know, Riley's on the skylight. She's banging and she's like, hey, hey, listen, look, before she dies, she's banging and there's a janitor there's listening no to the one... Bee Gees. <laughs> He's the only person there. Where the are janitor. the police? Where are the police? I don't know. I don't but know. Before we get to where the police are, Emma runs up, also climbs up the roof because they're nimble teens <laughs> and crying says, I didn't mean to choose because technically this ghost-based Brandon James set it up for her to choose for her friend to die. Which, Mm -hmm. oh, double whammy of just brutal lessons. She found out that Brooke was fine because Brooke sees all these messages from Emma and she's like, I'm fine, you know? She was like, you know, it was a boring night, but whatever, you know, it was disappointing. Okay, oh, crap, Riley. And she goes into the police station and realizes that. The thing is, she's there with her mom and somebody else and they look up after she goes, oh, wait, everybody shut up. And she can hear the phone ring. And she looks up and she sees her Riley dead on the skylight. But no one else goes up on the roof with her. It's just That's her. That's a good point. Why would you allow her to do that? You can see the girl is dead. There's blood everywhere. Like, <laughs> or at least just bang her head. <laughs> That's actually a really good point. I didn't even think about that. that like, like, why did she? I didn't mean to choose. The up there. Like her coroner mother isn't the one first up there or like the, preparing I mean, the body. I don't. I Look, guess it's because. There's no security in this town anywhere. Not my daughter can take station. this death. She's already seen other people dead before. It's totally fine. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, it's the weirdest. It is in retrospect, like the weirdest. Um, but where are all the cops? They were out chasing down Tyler's car, which. Someone drove out of the police station parking lot, crashed it into an embankment, and then it explodes. So <sighs> since up. we know that Tyler has been dead since episode one, who was in the car? Did they jump out in time? We don't know. Was it Ghostface Brandon James 94? Who is that? Is that even the killer or is that just a bully? Truth, truth. 
And also there's another part where we see Jake and Will and they're supposed to um, like Will's supposed to bring money, the money with them. And they were going to do something with Will with um, Tyler. Or oh, the- yeah. They were going to give Tyler the money. Because so he Jake was supposed tell. to text Tyler, said, hey, we're going to have the money. That way we can and then get him and trap him. But then Jake never texted Tyler. Will never brought the money. And Jake is holding a freaking shovel. And it looks like it's kind of threatening. And the whole time, Will has got a, like a hunting knife behind his back. And he's just gripping it, like you know, re- ready for Jake to do something so he can, you know. It's like, damn, these kids do not trust each other. Why are you working together? <laughs> they really, they don't trust each other about anything. It's hard to believe that any of these people belong to a friend group because no one trusts anybody else. They're all pretty horrible people. They are. And there's like the constant threat of mild danger. And then this just amps it up even more because clearly when Nina was around, she was just like a raging see you next Tuesday. And like everyone lived in fear of her and her like sexual sniper ship and bitchiness (laughs) bitchiness <laughs> sexual sniper ship it's so funny i really want to use that in life just tell sexual you're a real sniper. sexual sniper <laughs> that doesn't really sound like an insult though <laughs> i can't tell if it's a compliment or not <laughs> you sexual sniper that's alliteration <laughs> it's, uh, yeah it's it's um you can't trust jake you can't trust will you're not sure if you can trust Kiernan. You probably shouldn't trust Emma. You definitely can't trust Brooke. You can't Emma trust can't Mr. Trust Branson. Like, why would we like, trust her? <laughs> I think Riley is the only person I would have trusted. And she's for sure gone, unfortunately. I was just grateful that Brandon James killer person didn't climb up after her and keep stabbing her. I definitely thought that would happen. And it didn't, surprisingly. They let her get a call out to someone asking for help. And Noah's like, what, what's going on? What, what, where are you? Where are you? And she's like, uh, uh, she's not, I'm like, girl, say something. <laughs> you made a call to somebody. You were able to do that. But she's bleeding out. I know, but man, I see our stars. Oh, I know. It's so it's honestly, it took me by surprise where I was like, Oh, all of a sudden there's like some real feeling here. And it's, yeah, it's, this is the one I remember from the first season that really got me when I watched it the first mm-hmm. time around. And I I was like, wow. So this is where it starts to get good because they did start taking off somebody that you did like. And I was like, are they going to make us like some other characters? And then finally, we're gonna be, they're well, going to be gone? Not or, yet. <laughs> you know, or some of these just shitty characters are going to get to stay around, you know? Right. That's the thing. It's not like they've been investing in all these characters like they have with Riley because we got even more of her through the interactions with Noah. Right. And then we basically, we didn't really like Noah as much in the beginning. But since we saw his interactions with Riley, we've grown accustomed to him. Yes. Of course, we like Audrey because we see the bullying aspect and we don't like of we course. always root for the underdog. You and know, the actress playing Audrey is really like all in on this show. Oh, yeah. She I is. appreciate it. Bex Taylor Klaus or something like that. Is that her name? She I, she just attacks this show. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, she's been in a lot of stuff, apparently, and I haven't seen it all. But yeah, um, she's got she's got a really good following as well. And I think she, I've seen her like co- go to cons and dress in, you know, cosplay and whatnot. If I'm not oh, that's mistaken. fun. 
I think I might be making that up. It could just be a false memory. <laughs> so if I'm wrong, please don't don't come at me, audience. Come on, don't do that to me. But uh, yeah, I, I love, I love, and you know, and I do like Emma. I want to like her. I hate her mother, but mm-hmm. you can totally see that dynamic, like their mother and daughter, because they act kind of the same. You're like, why, why aren't you saying? Yeah, Emma's and- also bad at communicating. They're both bad at communicating. <laughs> but that scene where she was like, it's in the past. He sent you a heart in a box. <laughs> How is that in the past? I don't understand. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, it's it's quite an episode. It sets up more mysteries. It doesn't really resolve anything because... The, the Tyler mystery is being stretched out so interestingly, and I'm wondering for what purpose. I do think that maybe the car crash, I can't remember this part for real, but I think the car crash thing might have something to do with explaining Tyler's death mm. in a way or something, you know? Because like, yeah, his body has to come out at some point. I know. So, and they, you know, if it's kept too long, they'll be able to tell, you know? That's a good point. But if there's a fiery explosion. It's harder to, to pinpoint knows? things. Yeah, exactly. A time so, and place of death and all that good stuff. All we'll good see stuff. what might come up. Um, I'm yes. also still intrigued. I feel like we know the least so far about Kieran as a character on purpose. And really curious, like, what what's behind those dark eyes? <laughs> and that slight little mole on his face. <laughs> and just that that little, like young leo dicaprio bangs falling that's where he keeps his, his secrets eyes. in that little bowl <laughs> his secrets are in the mole so yeah that's episode three we uh, we lost a character we lost a romance let's be honest we did we lost we- a, a whole potential ship out there but to be honest, if they had done this later on down the line, we really would have been pissed. <laughs> That's true. If if they had had a happy relationship and then we were left with Emma and her dumb box of rocks options. <laughs> woof. Her dumb box of rocks options. <laughs> woof. Uh, oh, Orlean, you make me happy. <laughs> All right. So that's all I've got for this one. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening in. Tell us what you thought about the episode. Let us know of your theories. Who do you think the killer is? Who do you, do you think that they should have kept Riley around for a little bit longer and killed Brooke off maybe? Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Or, you know, what do we think about Mr. Branson? Does he teach everything or is he just doesn't know what he's doing? He's flying by the seat of his pants. We want to know. How is he allowed to live on Riverdale? He would be dead by now. He would be dead by now. The damn, like, what was it? The serpents would probably string them up, you know, hang them out to dry. Whatever. Anyway. So, yeah. Contact us at Spooky Orlean on Instagram and Twitter. The Rewatch Recap was brought to you by me, Dustin Holden. You can find the show on Instagram at The Rewatch Recap. Or you can find me on Twitter or TikTok at Dustin underscore Holden. Find me there for my weird-ass sense of humor, amongst other silly things related to my other show, Dustin Can Read and Watch. Speaking of which, my email is the same as the other show. You can reach me at DustinCanReadPod at gmail.com. Rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Good Pods, Podchaser. Leave me a tip on Good Pods if you like. And if anything, you know, stay tuned for next time where we dive into Scream Episode 4. Ah! Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. 
just a little update. I wanted to let you know that previously I referred to actor Bex Taylor Klaus, who plays the character of Audrey on screen, as she, her, when actually Bex is non-binary and goes by they, them pronouns. I apologize for this. So in the future, when I refer to Bex, it will be they, them. When I refer to Audrey, it will be she, her, because Audrey is a female character. I hope that clears everything up, and I hope to have you around next time. Thank you. Bye.